0: Speaking the truth to the state capitol, this is Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins. On the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All
1: right, folks. Uh, it's Wednesday. Whatever Wednesday. Short show. 45 minutes. So uh, if you want to call in, let's do it. Whatever Wednesday is in effect. Rick Stein Recognition Hotline. 402-479-1400. Text line as well. Um, uh, I'm your host, Jack Riggins. This is Drive Time Lincoln. I'm always trying to restore American values uh, because we're losing them and bring common sense and sanity to the capital city. Johnny Cadillac producing as always. Okay. Wow. Exact- executive producer. Yeah, I'm sorry. Executive producer. Uh, well, let's take this from the top headline before we get into uh, internal Twitter wars. Uh, this omnibus thing. Here's the deal. It's really simple. You should be uh, calling the Senate right now. You should be calling all your House representatives and saying WTF. No, no, and no. Why? Because they know on a yearly schedule when the deadlines are to pass things, including budgets, and they consistently fail to do that. I don't know why. I don't care why. That's your job. It's probably the biggest job of an elected official is budgeting and budgets and where they go. And so when you consistently wait and get delays and then throw it on everybody's desk with, what, 4,170-something pages and go, yeah, just pass this $1.7 billion, that's not good enough. It's plain and simple. It's not that good enough. They're failing to do their job. So just say no. Do the old Nancy Reagan. Just say no. Call, write, email, text, get on Twitter, say no, 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 no. Do your job. Present things in a timely fashion so people can review them and so that the democratic process works. So shout out to anybody on Capitol Hill that is going to hold our electors to That type of work, because that's what they're supposed to do. I think I'm pretty clear on those thoughts. I'm torn on Ukraine, folks. Here's why. I don't want to see a hot war, meaning where the United States gets involved in any type of conflict, um, especially one um, that at this moment doesn't seem to be affecting the security of the United States, nor our NATO allies. Now, am I saddened that ukraine has been invaded by foreign power and that's not right yeah that stinks um but at the same time we have to weigh our support and why i say that is it can't be an endless stream of money and materials um if you do back somebody then you know progress would be needed and and so I'm not necessarily against uh, Zelensky coming and asking. I would ask for our lawmakers to make educated choices and maybe put some um, conditions on what and how and how long our support may go. Um, because we have a lot of problems at home that that money and those efforts can be going to. And so it is a pickle. I'll admit that. I don't want to see U.S. troops deployed in that conflict. I want that conflict to stay regional, um, but at the same time, you know, I don't want to see it going on and on in the, you know, multiple billions of support, and it's not going one way or the other, um, and we just need to be careful with that. So, who knows what's really going on with that. Um, we certainly have supported countries on uh, on a much cheaper scale over the last, say, 50 years in defending against invaders than just outright just sending loads of cash. As a matter of fact, when we send loads of cash, historically speaking, it says it doesn't work out too well and there's a lot of fraud. Um, So take it for what it's worth. Probably the biggest thing today that happened is, as you know, I love to talk about crime in this city, and I love to post facts. And I did that. I did that about some police numbers. And here's the thing, okay? Here's the thing. There's a lot of different ways to look at your police statistics or any statistics. Yes. I don't hide the fact that I look at the negative ones. Anybody that's in law enforcement or the military, first responders, knows you have to look at the negative to find where things need to be fixed. Okay. And yes, I think Lincoln's a great city. I enjoy living here. I believe, as I've said from the get go, we can do better on crime. And I don't believe that we are getting the best out of. Our tax money and our policies and so I have a problem with that what you don't see a lot and the point of my Twitter today is that you don't see when I or anybody pulls factual numbers and again the reason I pull the numbers I do is because I don't hear any other news outlet ever ask questions about those numbers Talk about those numbers in depth and essentially hold the political elite and the police accountable to getting those right. That shouldn't be a controversial thing, folks, unless you want to live in a nirvana. And so it's interesting because I don't always buy into the national narrative that, you know, oh, You know, conservatives get silenced and the left always just, you know, throws, you know, oh, you're racist or, oh, you're, you know, you're just creating fear. I don't always buy into that. But it was an interesting response today because I did get hit with that. I got hit with, I mean, (laughs) I got hit with, you probably weren't even in the military. I was, I am who I say I am. I I'm Jack Riggins. I post under my own name. I have my own radio show here, and I post. And I got hit with fear-mongering. That's not fear-mongering, folks. I'm shedding light on numbers that hardly anybody that I'm aware of throws at you monthly, yearly, weekly. Now, what you do hear a lot from a lot of people, news media, our mayor, As well, the violent crime rate's down. Well, the violent crime rate, first, you and the police department set what that is. And good, good, that's a good thing. But that's not the only thing. I'm sure people that are getting their auto taken and their catalytic converters and the robberies, I'm sure to them that's a violent crime. Okay? There's a lot more in it. But it's the response that we immediately go to shaming when somebody else says something you don't like. That's factual. It's right there for you to see. And we start justifying or confusing or throwing other facts in. Yeah, well, there's this article and there's that article. And we could play that game all day long. How about, yeah, Those are those are some other numbers that the police department reports because that's what they are. They're not me making up numbers, folks. But it plays into this narrative pushing that consistently goes on not only around the nation, but right here in Lincoln. And it's sad because I'm wondering if people don't even know they're doing it. And, And if they're doing it, is it because of a deep political belief? Is it because of a deep other belief? How can crime facts that your own police department states be controversial how is that fear-mongering how is it that people immediately in other news organizations or maybe my own immediately go into spin mode to try to show something else i don't know and that's okay i'm i'm fine with them doing it i just think that it's kind of silly that we as a people aren't willing to see the entire picture I really am it's interesting stuff it was an interesting day in that dynamic ultimately it's up to you to decide with the information you get from your peers from yourself from your city officials from the news media whether or not you think the city's in a good position with crime Well, I'll talk about one of the areas that a lot of people will point to because I find it hilarious, right? And it's this. They'll go, well, traffic stops are way down. There's a lot of good things. Yeah, there's also something called the Ferguson effect. And I would surmise to you that Lincoln fits that completely. Let's take a break on 1,499.3 KLIN.
0: You're getting the 411 from DTL. With Commander Jack Riggins on 1499 3 KLIN. All
1: right, it is a Whatever Wednesday, so let's get to our callers. Howdy, howdy. Oh, yeah, uh, mustard. Howdy.
2: howdy, you're on air. You know that the lips fear facts. That's why they're coming after you. Oh, hold on.
1: <laughs> howdy, if you're going to call into the show,
2: you got, you
1: uh, got to call into sorry. the show.
2: Okay, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you know that they hate facts. Just look at the anti-gun group that uh, put pressure on the CDC to take off all the stats about uh, about uh, shootings that save people, and they took it off because they fear. They basically told them because. it. Stops us from uh, passing legislation to get rid of guns.
0: Yeah, well, thanks for the call, Howdy. And, and, and that
2: or the president flat out lying about the uh, jobs numbers.
0: Well,
1: yeah, Joe Biden just, he just can't say something that is real. Uh, appreciate the call. Uh, if you haven't figured it out, yeah, Joe Biden has a real tough time, even with the teleprompter. He kind of makes up a lot of things. Um, and, hey, it's listen, folks, I'm not... Saying people can't do what they want. I just like all sides to be presented, however, people want to present them. My God, of course, I don't fall into groupthink and read everything in the local media because if I did that, I would be jaded by groupthink and the synergy, which is very, very much left leaning. So, number one, I am not left leaning. Number two, I see the world from a conservative viewpoint i very much believe in the constitution of the united states and what the united states is okay and has done good for people than all the other bs in my opinion that's set out there about it and so i come at it from that angle and it's okay if you don't want to go Oh, I didn't know murder was up 43%, auto theft 41%, arson 33%, weapons offense 24%, shoplifting 20%, assault and vandalism 12%, larceny 10%, robbery 7% over last year. That's fine. That is a factual number from our police department. And yes, violent crime as they define it is down. Some percentage points. And the mayor constantly tells you that. And so does every media outlet. But I think it's important that you know the other facts as well. Because if they allowed me to sit in the press conferences, I would ask them about these other numbers. Now, one of them people will say to me all the time is, well, and traffic stops are down. You know what? You're right. Now, I wonder, I wonder if people's traffic habits have just gotten awesome over the last four years. Because since 2018, the traffic stops are down 50%. Boy, you should be clapping your hands, Lincoln, until I tell you that our traffic department has been disbanded because we don't have enough officers. So that is not a positive number. But if I just told you traffic stops were down 50%, you'd go, Wow, oh, let's pat ourselves on the back, Lincoln. No, the fact is you don't have enough officers to patrol and essentially waste time on those silly infractions. But those are part of public safety. And so you can have pretty briefs and you could go on TV and talk about all these things and other media pundits can form their opinion. But that's just a simple fact. The police chief talked about being down 23 officers at the beginning of the year. Then in June, talked about, well, now we're down 40. This isn't me. I didn't make that up. She went to a presser and said that. We don't have enough officers. I've only said that every day for the last two years. And I'm going to continue to say it. And do you think that that doesn't have an impact on our crime rate? I think you should know. I care about those things. Johnny, welcome back to Drive Time Lincoln.
2: Hey, thank you for taking my call. Real quick, corporate crime. Corporate crime is worse than just any average citizen crime. Uh, you know, it costs us taxpayers like over $800 billion a year plus. Probably, I mean, they're, they're getting away It's that. Uh, Right. Johnny, I think you and I
1: probably absolutely agree on that. Now, I don't know if our fraud number, which is 16.8 percent, and I don't know how police and the FBI, I'd have to look it up, define white collar corporate crime. But it sickens me that corporations with all the money they make do so much crime.
2: Yeah. Well, you look at this and uh, we've they had a couple stories in the paper in the news lately that uh, some companies aren't paying taxes or allegedly not paying taxes. That adds to the problem. Also, you want to hire new police officers? That's going to cost money. You want to build new roads? That's going to cost money. If you got companies that aren't well, now Johnny,
1: tax- now Johnny, you're a stretcher. We have plenty of money to get police officers. It's a policy problem.
2: I I don't, and I do pay my taxes. That's well, my I pay my I taxes
1: too, but I I'm pretty sure it, you know, Lincoln, this is what I
2: say. Lincoln this is, is
1: say. very wealthy.
2: This is what I say: if you if you're running a business and you can't afford to pay taxes, you shouldn't be in business. And if you don't want to pay taxes, go to another country.
1: Fair Thank enough, you. Johnny. Thank you, Johnny. Fired up. I'll tell you what: it is sad, though. Uh, corporations should act better. It's people that have you know that are already doing it just just need to follow the law. But then again, they're able to hire a bunch of lawyers to figure out how to just kind of yeah, sort of. Not all. Most corporations are good, but the bad we hear about. I definitely don't like that as well. Brian, welcome to Drive Time Lincoln.
2: Good afternoon, Shaq. Well, this is a little bit like Fox News when they talk about the most dangerous cities. They talk about Well, we are a Chicago. Fox affiliate here at KLIN. Well, they will talk highlight Chicago, New York, and Los Angeles.
1: Those cities do have up, some
2: crime problems. But if you look up the uh, most dangerous cities... You find the number one is always St. Louis, then Baltimore, New Orleans, Detroit, Cleveland, Las Vegas, Kansas City, and Memphis.
1: And your point is?
2: Well, if you look up Nebraska, the most dangerous cities in Nebraska, you find uh, it lists according to the FBI statistics for 2022, Omaha, North Platte, Grand Island, Nebraska City, Scotts Bluff,
1: Lincoln. And ding, ding, ding. So you're doing. So you're. So you're fitting a narrative. So I will ask you so what do you think about the murder rate up 43% and auto theft up 41% here in our city?
2: Well, I do believe hiring police, as well as hiring a lot of other people, is difficult everywhere. And. But after Why shutdown, is it difficult
1: when the 20. most qualified officers from all over the nation are in a pool right now than we've ever had to hire them? Why is it hard, hard to hire them?
2: I would say it's not policy or the mayor when you look at this happening. I, what I'm saying is... Is it the
1: police chief then?
2: Lincoln is never in the top of the most dangerous cities in Nebraska. You seem to correlate having a Democratic mayor with it being a dangerous city. Well, a Democratic mayor's
1: policy have led to this crime
2: ticks. Okay. But if you look at how we're not near the top of the list of the eight, maybe the Democratic mayor's policies make it less crime and less dangerous in Lincoln. Although I'd say it's just a coincidence, and you really can't say cause and effect. Okay. Fair enough.
1: Well, I mean, that is a take. That is absolutely a take. It may be coincidence. I'm not sure of another city that had a Black Lives Matter woke protest where $11 million in property damage was done. I mean, Omaha had one. Lincoln had one um, where the mayor sat with the protesters, where the mayor tried to get the protesters out of jail, where nobody was charged with any meaningful crime. Um, And then officers left the force and we have a manning problem. And on and on, and certain crime stats have ticked up, a la the Ferguson effect. We're soft on crime here, folks. K-L-A-N,
0: 14993.:
2: ninety nine three. Hey, Mel, Brian here. Gotta work from home today, because the whole family caught a nasty.
0: Daddy. Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3, KLIN. All right, folks, uh, finishing up a
1: Whatever Wednesday. Uh, Yeah, we've done a lot of talking today about the omnibus. Just say no. I mean, if our elected officials can't hit their deadlines, can't do their job, I mean, why just blanketly approve spending? That makes no sense. Talk a lot about crime. Hey, listen, here's what I know people, when faced with facts, Whether they like them or don't like them, there has been a tendency over the last five years for major media, most media pundits, as well as lefties, to go ahead and try to discredit you, shame you, call you all kinds of things, never talk about the facts, and change the story. Do you believe all they say about January 6th? Maybe you do. I don't. Do you believe everything on COVID? Do you believe everything on inflation? How about green energy? How about the border? I mean, it just goes on and on and on. And so when I look at Lincoln, Nebraska, I do see a correlation between mayor's policies and decisions and crime. And I see that basically from the start of the riots. It's pretty easy to show. We'll find out when we get to the next vote. Um, but I'm going to keep giving you the facts. The officers, men and women in uniform, they know I'm on their side. I want them to have more help so they have more energy, better downtime, so they can do their job better. So they're not so stressed. I want to see the crimes reduced that matter. I want to see us have traffic enforcement. Okay? I don't want us to just pretend everything's okay. Um, But that's what goes on in today's not only media, but around the streets. We just don't want to look at facts. Factual. Our Cornhusker football team really stunk the last couple of years. Now, I hope they do better. I don't know if they will. Uh, we talked a lot about voting, and we've got Dustin on the line who wants to talk some voting stuff. Dustin, welcome to Drive Time Lincoln.
0: Whoop, you still there?
1: Yeah, we're here, Dustin. Welcome.
0: Um, so the last few days, you guys have done a lot of talking about the voting thing. Yeah, we've and, had a lot of guests. Yeah, and one of the main issues that I see right now in the GOP party is is, yes, everybody wants you to vote in person. And that's great and all, <sighs> but sometimes, not convenient okay and the GOP have lost some elections just because they've been poo-pooing these ideas you need to get on board vote however you can
1: well, i agree uh, with you there i agree with and, you a hundred percent that if if there's going to be uh mail-in balloting the gop needs to champion that as much as uh, their opponents
0: but the other thing that's kind of interesting is is the last there's been some conversation lately about the people don't have you know, aren't being able to oversee these elections and all that. Audit them and, is yeah. what
1: they're saying. They're saying audit them, like go back and say, "Hey, I'd like to, I'd like to prove that my election or X number were counted properly."
0: And, and that's happening because you know what? We the people is who represents us in the government. They are part of the people, and I think sometimes we forget that. Now, number one, if there is a couple senators listening tonight, one thing I'd really like to see changed is I'd like to be able to vote at any polling location because it's super irritating to work in Omaha and drive two hours out of my way to come vote. That's super irritating.
1: I'll bet it is. I'll bet it is. But it's the way the system is. I appreciate the call, Dustin. You bet. Yeah, it's good thoughts. I mean, listen, the GOP needs to decide. I mean, I again, I've said before, and I'll say this again, for the people that are very hard on the election security, I don't think you're going to get all the way to in-person voting. I don't think you will. Um, and so, you know, to me, that looks to be a compromise with people you're working with, um, you know, about the issue. And that, I think, is fair. Compromise is everything. Um, with regard to auditing. Um, I actually do believe that you know while we have elected officials and those officials um you know have the power to do the audit, I think that especially in contested elections, if people want to be able to see that data um with all the money the government has, it would not be hard to have systems in place for that to be done, especially since election security integrity has become such a hot. And contested topic. It would put a lot to rest if you were able to do that Um, one way or the other. It would A, feed a good number of people that want to see it done. Uh, B, if there were good things, you would know your system's good and there would not be a lot for people to bitch about on that matter. And C, if there were some issues, you would know what to fix. And like I've said, there are a lot of people, smart people, motivated people that are finding a lot of issues. Now, are they the ever-growing, you know, we're all going to die? I don't know, but I know this. If we can't have trust in elections and we can't have elections that are relatively secure and the people begin to trust that process again, that leads down a slippery slope for America. Plain and simple. Um, yeah, so back to this number thing, folks. Listen, I don't get a chance to ask some of the questions I would like to ask because people aren't going to answer them. Public officials aren't going to them, answer them. But it doesn't take a science rocket. <laughs> doesn't take a science rocket to go, wow, it's amazing. We stood in with the protesters, our politicians. We tried to pass a giant fairness bill. We went all in on green policies. We went all in on an immigration, welcoming, and belonging plan. Wow, it's interesting. That's the exact same thing they're doing in Washington, D.C. It's as if those things are talking points that have just come down. And yeah, I get it. If you're a Democrat in in office right now, you don't want to be seen as hard on crime. Because I guess your constituents don't want that. You want to be cool and hip with the LGBTQ community. You want to be cool and hip with, you know, I'm I'm doing what's right on crime, but it's more of a social thing. It's not just, you know, people breaking the law. You want to be pro-marijuana. I get that. That's playing to your base. But that might not be playing to your entire citizenry. (laughs) Okay. It's the same thing with green. It's the same thing with immigration. And if you can look me straight in the face and tell me we don't have a border crisis problem like the president does, then more power to you. But you're just a liar. We have a border crisis problem. It's a huge national security problem. And pretty much only one major network covers it. And honestly i get around to it every once in a while but it's a huge problem and so of course i'm gonna dig and find things that are counter to your narrative because you're not telling everybody the entire picture you're giving everybody a slice of the pie that makes you look good like a show pony like you know a dog that runs around, you know, the circle with perfectly groomed hair and, you know, all the nice little ribbons. That's not helping America right now. It's not at all. So go ahead. Keep up with the name, Colin. I'll keep throwing my uh, numbers out there because they're facts. 1400 K-L-I-N ninety nine three FM.